0: How bad would that be if you had racist pirates i think
1: that might be armageddon
0: i mean like because they're still gonna rape and kill everybody right like they would definitely rape and kill the ethnic group they didn't like first right and that's just that's just not that's just not called for Welcome to Fun Sexy Bible Time. I am Matthew and I am the host and with me today is Lauren Larkin. Lauren, shout out to the people. Shout out to the people. Shout out to the people on Fun Sexy Bible Time. Lauren is coming with us from the mountains of Colorado. Uh, I'm in the backwoods of Alabama. She's in Colorado. So hopefully uh, hopefully our internet connections will hold through this podcast. Lauren is a writer at Mockingbird at Key Life on her own website. Uh, What's your website? LaurenRELarkin.com? Yep.
1: Yep. All
0: right. She's a busy, busy lady, but obviously not busy enough (laughs) to avoid coming on Fun Sexy Bible Time. Lauren, I don't know if you're aware of this. This will be the most important thing you do this week is this podcast.
1: I, I have been nervous since last night. Hey,
0: listen, you don't need to be If anybody needs to be nervous, it is Satan. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes. Yes. Be-
0: because of the theology that we are about to unleash on the people on Fun Sexy the Bible Time.
1: Theological prowess.
0: It will be the equivalent of two Carmen songs played simultaneously.
1: With a follow-up from Twilight Paris. Yes,
0: yeah, just to cool everybody down some Twilight Paris afterwards. <laughs> Lauren we yes. got some shout-outs. You got some shout-outs you want to start off with? Uh,
1: shout-outs. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see. So shout-out to uh, my wonderful friends that I talk with on a DM all the time um, and uh, who help me not get all the work done I plan to do every day. Uh, so with Sarah Terrace and Marcy, Mar- uh, Marcy Preheim and... Susan and Mike Adams and Rich Cook and everyone else who left that group because we were too obnoxious, um, uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, mostly to my family and my husband. So they're pretty cool and rocking. Um, uh, yeah, that's good. I'm not. I'm not good at shout-outs. No, really,
0: shout outs. No, that's fine. I'm out, better at shout <laughs> Shout out to the Goo Goo Dolls. Why? Shout out to the Goo Goo Dolls for making 90s music that is kind of ridiculous but it's also really fun to listen to.
1: I, I don't know if I can do that. I think I'd have to do more of that new style of Beastie Boys that sort of took over the 90s.
0: Mm, you're talking some sabotage?
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Talking some intergalactic?
1: Yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah, mm-hmm. so shout out to the Beastie Boys.
0: Shout out to the Beastie Boys. Oh, they do, they, lost do they still tour? I, I know one of their guys passed away, but do they yeah. still?
1: I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a groupie.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Hey, shout out to Craig Cabinus. Let's do a Craig Cabiness shout out.
1: I, I can't shout out to people I don't know exist. Listen,
0: <laughs> you know Craig. We all know Craig Cabiness. If on sexy Bible time, okay. Shout out to Craig Cabiness.
1: Shout out, Craig! Woo!
0: Can we say about Craig Cabiness? He has the ability that when he cracks eggs to put into a recipe, he never gets the little pieces of eggshell in the bowl.
1: See, now you're just lying to me.
0: No, he does. He's Craig Cabiness.
1: Uh-huh. Another I don't th- know. That's mythic. That's mythic proportions.
0: Well, it's, it's not mythic if it's Craig Cavanaugh's. It's obviously true. <laughs> Another thing about Craig Cavanaugh's... What? When he's leading a group of survivors during the zombie apocalypse, he always goes back for the fat guy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Can I ask something about his leadership of the people away from the zombies? Uh,
0: does, uh, sure. Yeah. Does,
1: does he does he ever Does he ever think to get them on a boat?
0: because zombies can't swim
1: <laughs> right right can they
0: i'm sure it's crossed his mind and i'm sure he's given it ample i mean i don't question craig Cabinus's zombie leadership skills okay i mean i'm sure he's got a reason to not get on the boat i mean i, I don't know uh, we'll have to I, ask him
1: I, I sort of hope he doesn't follow me and then unfollow me because of my disbelief and faithlessness in him
0: well maybe there's no water around craig Cabinus. Maybe maybe the boat's not an option.
1: Maybe it has to be. Maybe you
0: need to find water. Is that is that your go-to plan in the zombie apocalypse, is just get on water? How is
1: that not an awesome plan?
0: Well, I think because the zombies could bite the sharks, and maybe then you'd have shark zombies attacking the, the boat.
1: No. What would happen if a shark ate a zombie?
0: I think... Well, I mean, you at least have to leave the possibility open that it would become a shark zombie. Huh.
1: I don't know. I, I I'm not sure that my my vast abstract minds can wrap my head around that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but also, couldn't the zombies just sort of like walk along the bottom of of like the uh, the lake bed, as it were, or the the ocean bed?
1: Wait. Okay. So what we learned from Walking Dead was that there is sub like some portion of the brain. That causes the reanimation. So the reanimation has to be dependent on some sort of breathing function. Thus, when you behead them, they're dead.
0: This is why you're on the podcast, Lauren. (laughs) For hard-hitting analysis like that. This is iron sharpening iron right here.
1: (laughs) Devil be warned. Hey, listen. Yes.
0: Fun Sexy Bible Time Twitter... If you don't follow us on Twitter, it's at FS Bible Time. We put out a poll yesterday on the Twitter account, and I got to tell you, Lauren, it was fascinating. And the poll is this: Who would win in a fight between one adult grizzly bear, seven wolves, or the members of the A team if they didn't have guns? And can I just say that the voting has been really, really close on this? Right now, the uh, the, the clubhouse leader is the wolves.
1: Against the a- unarmed A-team?
0: Yeah, so, so here's the thing. You've got four members of the A-team against seven wolves. I mean, who are you picking in that?
1: <laughs> I don't know. I think I have to wait for uh, Throckmorton's 13 post. Yeah,
0: Throckmorton, where are you?
1: <laughs> we need at least a, like 10 to 13 posts about the about the possibilities and the 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 um errors that could occur.
0: I feel like Throckmorton could break down each individual matchup. Like have a blog post about each matchup of like I think so. grizzly bear against wolves, grizzly bear against the A Team, and then A Team against you know Wolves. Yeah.
1: Well and then also you could do like side posts about grizzly bear versus specific members of the A-team. Yeah. And then thereby developing some sort of like possibility quotient of success based off of the different strengths of the different A-team members against the Grizzly individually and then corporately combine them all together.
0: I got to be honest. I'm just really excited to see Mr. T fight an animal.
1: <laughs> right. Right, wolf or bear, right? I mean...
0: And here's the thing, like, I feel like maybe not so much against a bear, because a bear could just bite his face, but against a wolf, I feel like those layers of gold chains are going to make him basically impervious to wolf bites. Like, how (laughs) is a wolf going to bite his neck with all those chains around?
1: Yeah, or get his mouth around one of his arms?
0: Yeah, like, I mean, I could see, like, a wolf taking down Murdoch. Right. But, like, what is a wolf going to do with Mr. T.? I don't know. Run away? I guess. Well, at that point, I think the A team wins the battle. Then, if the wolves run away.
1: Well, but then again, okay. So, so here, um, uh, a, a adolescent elephant. Okay, I'm just gonna bring this. I'm just gonna bring this example to the table. An adolescent elephant and a female lion are no match for each other. But when those female lions group up, they can take down an adolescent elephant. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. Maybe one wolf and Mr. T, or two wolves and Mr. T, like, don't work, but maybe seven?
0: Well, if, if you're the A-team, obviously you have to fight defensively. You have to fight back-to-back.
1: Oh, so we're back to the whole group. Like, the whole group is now fighting. It's not just Mr. T. And no, the-
0: no. It's, it's the, the, the question is the whole group okay. versus seven wolves. Mm-hmm. So you, you've essentially got three members of the A-team have to take on two wolves, and then one member can fight one wolf. That's how it breaks down.
1: Okay. All right. Okay. Well, I guess if Mr. T sends his wolf or slash wolves running, then it would be dependent on the 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 integrity and the commitment the other wolves had to trying to take down the A team. At which point, Mr. T would just slowly but surely send all of them packing.
0: I think so. I think that's how that that matchup breaks down. But I, mean, I got to be honest, I still have trouble seeing the A team defeat a grizzly bear. Huh. Grizzly bears are pretty big.
1: Doesn't the A-Team have a... Oh, they're unarmed, so they can't use their helicopter.
0: No, but I think Mr. T should be allowed to use his, his gold chains as weapons, because he wears those. I feel like that's fair.
1: Yeah. <laughs> sort of like a mace, like kind of swinging them around.
0: Yeah, I mean, I f- I mean, maybe like he could get on the, the grizzly bear's back and try to choke them out with the gold chains.
1: <laughs> I mean... Depending on the size of the grizzly bear, I mean, Mister T could rival that bear in weight and just wrestle it.
0: Yeah, well, probably I'm not. Just... <laughs> okay, speaking speaking of animal fights, this is this is really why I had you on this podcast was to ask you this one question. All
1: right.
0: You know, I've I've had these these guys on the podcast before, so you know, sort of our our uh, you know our our masculine chest dumping is what is the largest animal you could defeat in hand to hand combat. Okay. So I'm bringing you into this world, but I'm going a little smaller because I, I don't know... I don't know much... I've, I've never met you in real life, so I don't know how big you are. So we're going with a with a animal you wouldn't necessarily think about you'd have to fight. An eight-foot rattlesnake. Could you defeat an eight-foot rattlesnake in hand-to-hand combat?
1: Is it trying to attack my babies?
0: Are you trying to attack its babies? Let's Let's say you are both between... You are between the rattlesnake and its and its bait its nest and it is between you and your child. So you both have the mother instinct going.
1: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um rattlesnakes are scary. Um uh and I but I think though, if you have like lightning quick reaction times, you can like possibly like grab that thing. By the back of the neck, right where it, by its head, and hold it paralyzed. Except for the fact that if it's eight foot, then it could possibly wrap itself around you. Um, I don't think. I think I would lose. I'm just going to kind of throw that on the table.
0: Oh, Don't do this, Lauren. I, I have faith in you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm pretty strong. I work out. I lift weights. I'm, you know i I think that if it came down to that, rattlesnake just kind of. Raising itself up and making itself known, I would use my um, expansive, like running techniques to grab all three of my kids and run away.
0: (laughs) You're bending, you're bending the the limits of this podcast here. (laughs) I I just want you to know, I have faith that you could defeat an eight foot rattlesnake.
1: Okay, wait, 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 wait. Okay, I heard some of your other interviews, and it's like. Okay, you get bit by a wolf. It's just sort of like a flesh wound, right?
0: This is it, true. I mean... Right?
1: Like, a, okay, wait, a rattlesnake? That's a, that's a, that's a deadly bite. That's, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. If I get bit, I'm done. I'm not, I'm 5'3". Okay,
0: I don't... It's a, it's a fight of agility for you. It's not, it's not the brute strength of, say, you know, me trying to fight a brown bear. It's, it's, it's a very different battle it is
1: a very different battle okay can i use um material found in nature around me to defeat the snake
0: let's say you there there is none what would you do what would you do if there is none if there's nothing around you you can grab (sighs) let's just say you're in the grass like you're in your lawn and there's just nothing around but you can't leave to go find something because you have to rescue your, your kid
1: Ah, uh, I, I can't even imagine my heart sort of stopped imagining this
0: do you do you dance around and like circle I the rattlesnake?
1: and like drag it away, like maybe like draw it away from the kids and then like look at the kids and say, "Go without me, run, run. Yeah, maybe.
0: At what point do you just throw caution to the wind and dive on top of the rattlesnake?
1: I don't think that's an option. I think that's that's suicide. I think your best bet is to distract it, lure it, and get your babies away.
0: If you if you got if you got a clean if it was distracted and you got a clean shot to just dive in and tackle it, would you do it?
1: I don't think you tackle snakes. I think what you want to do really is try to go for the head. Again, I don't have any implements that I can use to go for its head. I don't think that wrestling a long cylindrical muscle is really going to benefit you or allow you to win at the end?
0: I mean, you have to be honest with me. Are we treading into some Freudian issues here? <laughs> is that part of your reluctance?
1: <laughs> no, no, I... <laughs> no, no, definitely not. No, okay. I don't have any, any. I don't, I don't have any Freudian issues whatsoever.
0: I feel like if the snake was slithering towards your kid and like it wasn't looking directly at you i feel like you have the, the the innate courage to dive at its head from behind and like grab it by the head
1: i yeah grab okay fine grab it but i mean full body tackle no but like try to do something where you can rip its head off sure absolutely
0: yeah well that's my next question is if you if you go to ground against a rattlesnake and you've got it by the head like what do you do then like if it's if it's trying it. to bite you what do you do you just
1: try to kill it it's going to kill me so done
0: what kind of words would be coming out of your mouth as you wrestled around
1: <laughs> You're trying to get me swear.
0: <laughs> Not necessarily. Like would you I mean would you be like praying? Would or would you just really be like scripture. foaming at the mouth?
1: I would be fervently quoting scripture and reminding that snake of whose heel his head is under originally. hmm So done.
0: That, Listen, I just want you to know, I have faith in you that you'd be able to defeat an eight foot rattlesnake.
1: <laughs> I I live in a part of the country where that's possible that I could encounter such a thing.
0: Yeah. Well, we have. I mean, we have woods behind our house. That's one of the things I have to do several times a year: is go out and clear out the brush and check for snakes and snake.
1: Are you a snake handler?
0: No, 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 no. No, I am destroy on <laughs> site with snakes. Ah. Because we do have. I mean, I don't. I'm not. I'm not a particularly violent guy by nature, but I mean we have small kids and we have poisonous snakes around us, so yeah. you know you gotta you gotta switch into dad mode sometimes and do what needs to be absolutely.
1: done. Yeah, yeah.
0: All right. Speaking of snakes, <laughs> talk to me about talk to me about pirates. Have we grossly underestimated the threat of pirates?
1: Uh specifically or generally? Uh,
0: yes, absolutely. No. <laughs> like, are
1: we talking literal or figurative?
0: Are pirates worse than racism?
1: Pirates worse than racism? I think pirates are... They pirate whether or not... like It doesn't matter, like, color, status, whatever. They just pirate. pirate. They're almost egalitarian in their pirating.
0: And they're raping, too.
1: Like. Yeah, they, they are no respecters of persons. Like, really. Uh, I, so I still think racism might be worse.
0: I think so. But I think that like maybe like in the criminal justice system, you know, I mean, you can, I mean, that's, you can really be harmed by, you know, the racial element of our criminal justice system. Yes. So I'm, I'm weighing like, you know, going to, going to prison for 30 years for something that maybe doesn't deserve a 30 year prison sentence as opposed to being, you know, raped and murdered by pirates
1: so you would rather go to jail, like on a hate crime, than because of you're a pirate, or mm-hmm. be or, or be handed over to the hands of a pirate?
0: I don't know. Like I'm, I'm, I'm weighing this. That's why you're on the podcast, is to help me help me through this. Of of, of what's more dangerous, racism or pirates?
1: To yourself.
0: To well, you, the to to me in particular, yes, but also to just humanity in general.
1: I I, I just think that. Racism is going to win this down to the very end.
0: Can we get the people on Twitter that tweet about racism 24 hours a day to tweet about pirates?
1: (laughs) If pirates showed a tendency towards uh, narrowing in on a certain people group, then yes.
0: Mm -hmm. Racist pirates?
1: Racist pirates.
0: (laughs) How bad would that be if you had racist pirates?
1: I think that might be Armageddon.
0: I mean, like, because they're still going to rape and kill everybody. Right. But, like, they would definitely rape and kill the ethnic group they didn't like first. Right. And that's and, just well, that's just not that's just not called for.
1: <laughs> I mean, just, I weren't equal opportunity. I, I just, I like equal opportunity pirates.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't think I like pirates. I'm just gonna be honest. I, I had some real problems with the Pirates of the Caribbean series. But that's probably neither here nor there.
1: You mean like the movies?
0: Yeah, the movies. I, I, I just feel like they grossly underestimated the, the threat of pirates.
1: You don't think Johnny Depp did a good job portraying like the viciousness of a pirate? <sighs>
0: I, th- I think Johnny Depp could could have been better served as playing Jesus in a Jesus movie. Wow. A Jesus wow. with like a lot of accessories and eyeliner. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think Johnny Depp brought some sort of attractiveness to being a pirate that I don't think is necessarily there.
0: Yeah. I, I don't think pirates are going to have really good teeth, to be honest.
1: Or BS, be so witty.
0: Yeah. Yeah yeah I, I agree all right so hey talk to me about homeschool strip clubs okay. if if you had a homeschool strip club first of all I, and nobody's gonna get nobody's getting naked inside a homeschool strip club. I think how that's gonna go down is like the ladies would just sort of be on stage and they would like read history facts
1: Wait what if what if they did actually unbutton like that very top button of their shirt so like exposing a little bit of the neck
0: yes like maybe like take off their like coat perhaps <laughs> right, take off, right. Their, take off their winter coat slowly
1: yeah that's what I'm thinking
0: I think yeah and I think like instead of like lap dances like the ladies would just kind of Come to the homeschool people Like the homeschool guys At the homeschool strip club And just like whisper Historical facts in their ear
1: That, I, yeah Yeah, or maybe like Serve food with their hair down
0: (laughs) Wait wait a minute (laughs) You're taking this to a very Tawdry place that I'm not comfortable with
1: (laughs) Sorry uh, wow! Wait, but this is fun, sexy Bible time.
0: This is a this is a very serious theological podcast. How dare you try to bring this down into the gutter?
1: Yeah, well, well, I'm guess I'm guessing now it's just Bible time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, the funny thing is, like whenever I try to share like a post from Fun, Sexy Bible Time on Facebook, like it shortens the logo to where the only thing you can see in the picture is sexy Bible. <laughs>
1: Well there so, are portions there are portions of scripture that would support that.
0: Mm-hmm. Definitely. Definitely. What would you name a homeschool strip club? Hmm. <laughs> um could you name it helpmates?
1: Oh, but he, I guess, but that's not I mean, you know, there's so much Discussion about what that word really means, and God is called a help me or a helpmate. You know, so it have to be something that.
0: What about fundamentalism and like the F U N is like all caps?
1: <laughs> yes, yeah, like and the slogan could be putting the fun back. We
0: we put the fun back in fundamentalism.
1: Yes, yeah. See, that's that's the right line of thought. Like you got to go. Um, you gotta you gotta play up you gotta play up that aspect, right?
0: What would the I mean, what would the what would the female version of fundamentalism be?
1: Like, like a Chippendales, but
0: yeah, because so, I'm guessing there'd be different levels in fundamentalism. Like one level, like with female entertainers, and the other level with male Where, entertainers. Like,
1: women would go and they would just get like bossed around by men. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I feel like...
1: <laughs> it would be all, like, diverse.
0: Maybe... I don't know, like... Maybe, maybe like, the men would come out on stage and, like, give, like, side hugs or something?
1: Uh, no, I don't... I think it would have to be... I, I think... <laughs> I think it would... They would... It would just be maybe a little bit more... Ah, uh, sadomasochistic mm. in the sense of like really drawing out like the authority of men over women.
0: Do you think they'd wrestle rattlesnakes?
1: Maybe, maybe the men would wrestle the rattlesnakes to protect the woman who can't wrestle the rattlesnake.
0: They'd reenact. They'd reenact like a Genesis fantasy, like where the men would come out on stage and wrestle rattlesnakes. And also, now we're really getting into some Freudian stuff.
1: <laughs> if you insist, I don't know anything about this Freudian stuff he keeps speaking about. <laughs> My thoughts are pure to the soul.
0: Yes, if there's if there's one word I would use to describe you, it would definitely be pure.
1: Mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and not laugh, too. You can't laugh and say that.
0: <laughs> so you, you go down fundamentalism being the name. I also thought about like Proverbs 32. Could be the name of it, since you know, it'd be like the next step past Proverbs thirty-one.
1: Hmm. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Um, what about like good girls acting not so good, <laughs> <laughs> acting a little bit bad? <clears throat> I
0: think we'll just we'll just stick to fundamentalism.
1: Okay. Okay. <laughs>
0: Let's talk about Genesis 6.
1: Yeah, let's do that. Speaking of fun, sexy Bible time.
0: Speaking of angel wieners. <laughs> so what was the deal with Genesis yes. 6? Were, were angels banging earth ladies?
1: That's uh, that's what it says. So uh, when, when man began to multiply on the face of the lamb and daughters were born to them, the sons of God saw that the daughters of man were attractive, and they took as their wives any they chose. Then the Lord said, My spirit shall not abide in men forever, for he is flesh. His days shall be 120 years. (laughs) The Nephilim were on the earth in those days, and also afterward, when the sons of God came into the daughters of man, and they bore children to them. These were the mighty men who were of old, the men of renown. And then, pretty much, the flood happens.
0: (laughs) Okay, so I've heard so many different interpretations Yeah. Of that, I've heard that that actually means angels were banging Earth ladies. I've heard it means demons were having sex with Earth ladies. I've heard it meant that it meant neither of those things. It was actually just talking about God's people intermarrying with pagans. So set the record straight for us. What does that mean?
1: I don't know if I can set the record straight. Um, I I've heard all of those arguments. I think that. Um, okay, so uh, Aquinas has a huge discussion about the angels, um, and they're like uh, bodily form, and so like based off of some of that, one would argue that they aren't capable of mm. biblically knowing a human woman. But at the same time, the expression why why is the expression that's used the sons of God? Um, I saw that the daughters of man, so like the juxtaposition of those two phrases sort of like something's being communicated. Um, uh, are, are the daughters of man so human and the sons of, and, and, and male, are daughters so human and the sons are referred to as sons of God? Like you would almost start making this weird gender statement. So maybe they are angels. I mean, maybe, maybe. And then there's this whole race of people called the Nephilim. Mm-hmm. So, something weird is going on there. I like to always err on the side of what entertains me the most when it comes to scripture.
0: <laughs> that's that's like a good sound strategy.
1: <laughs> and I think, you know, I've actually had a lot of conversations with a certain scholar about the humor of uh, Jesus and um, possibly Paul, like, in his letters. It was, so, John,
0: it was John MacArthur, wasn't
1: it? <laughs> <laughs> definitely, because he always is emailing me asking my opinion on things. Yep. Um... He's like you're a woman. You you know you know stuff about theology. Um, um, so anyway, I I just don't like to discredit any possibility that maybe they were um, maybe they were angels. But here's an interesting note. So I'm just looking here. It says okay. So sons of God are believers, and daughters of man are the daughters of pagans. Essentially, mm-hmm. so that could validate an argument for um there essentially what was happening was that there was a believer pagan interrelationship that shouldn't have been happening which mm-hmm. would jive a little bit with what paul says in um what is it first timothy about the widows remarrying and not going back on their vows that has something to do with it too
0: mm-hmm.
1: so anyway
0: if it was angels i mean how how strange is that morning after going to be <laughs>
1: Like, I gotta fly? Sorry,
0: babe. Oh come on, come on. <laughs> Listen. What? I told you not to embarrass me with your sophisticated humor. <laughs> so like they're probably just like laying there after like in the morning after and do sure. you think like she's gonna say like so you're gonna call me, right? <laughs> and what's the angel gonna say? You're like sure. <laughs> Of course, uh, 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 I'll call you tonight.
1: <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry.
0: There's just a lot of there's a lot of weird angles to that. Like, if 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 angels were sexing Earth ladies, because obviously not all the angels probably did it. So, I mean, like, were the angels that didn't get to do it did that like cause a rift in heaven of like virgin angels? Against like the angels who did have sex Because you got to think like the virgin angels Are going to be pretty pissed
1: Wait, 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 wait I mean, you have to understand that there's like There's, you know, there's a whole group of fallen angels Mm -hmm. So I don't think that the angels that were good And stayed and they weren't I don't think they then like harbored Like jealousy Over these other angels roaming the earth Sleeping with human
0: women You don't think they were jealous just a little bit?
1: I, I think that would have automatically tamed them as not good. And they're sustained in their goodness.
0: Mm-hmm. So you're you taking the, the the idea that it was the fallen angels that were doing all the sexing.
1: I'm thinking that if they're essentially um, just taking whatever woman they saw and liked as their own, that they didn't necessarily have the best of intentions.
0: Mm-hmm. Because you know angels are watching us take showers.
1: That's what pretty much first corinthians uh eleven two, through sixteen is all about
0: I mean they're totally watching us take showers they're
1: they're always watching us.
0: you okay with that?
1: Ah, uh, peep away voyeurism angelic voyeurism. <laughs> I think that's fantastic <laughs> because I've had three kids, so enjoy what you see.
0: <laughs> I wonder if you could shield the angels from watching you, like if you played like a Marilyn Manson CD as you took a shower, like I wonder if that would repel the angels from being able to watch you as you took a shower.
1: Do you think angels can see through things?
0: I don't know. That's a good question.
1: You have to like a vampire invite an angel into your house? Or can they just like intrude?
0: I don't know. Because we've, you know, we we see instances in scripture where they had human form but obviously, that's just a temporary thing. Like, I don't think they can exist in both planes at once, right? In the spirit realm and the physical realm.
1: So, like the angel at Easter who says, "Do not be afraid." He's there. They see him.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know. What do you think? You think the angels can see through the like see through walls?
1: I don't know. I'm thinking if you line your if you had a glass shower, we have a glass shower. If, you, hmm. if I line that shower with tinfoil, I don't think an angel
0: could see me. Okay,
1: like an alien wouldn't be able to.
0: <laughs> or a Methodist. <laughs> or
1: a Methodist. <laughs> yes, that's that. That was my next thought.
0: I mean, I feel like we're probably the first podcast to ever talk about how to keep angels from watching you shower.
1: And maybe the first ones to ever wonder if you had to invite angels in like
0: vampires. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. If an angel was in human form and it got bit by a vampire, do you think we could have vampire angels? Vampiric angels. Because that would be really tough to deal with, to be honest with you.
1: They would have to remain in a fallen undead state, but still with their wings? (sighs) I assume angels have wings, like big old supernatural wings.
0: Yeah, I don't know. That, that's, we're, 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 I think we're charting new, new, theological waters here. Yeah. You know what's really creepy about angels watching you shower is if you imagine the angels looking like Clarence from It's a Wonderful Life.
1: I don't know if I've seen it. <laughs> Confessions.
0: Are, <laughs> 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 did, did you? Did you in fact grow up in America? <laughs>
1: <laughs> um. Yes, but I was. I was. I was. Wow. Ridiculous.
0: I don't know that I've ever met somebody who has not seen "It's a Wonderful Life."
1: We weren't movie. We we. I was allotted like maybe thirty minutes of TV a day, wow, and okay. we were not movie people. And so, I will put that on my list and absolve my guilt and shame by watching it.
0: Well, when you see Clarence, who is a doddering old white haired man. That's he's he's the angel in the in the movie and he's portrayed by a looks like Mr. Magoo. Just imagine like that is what is watching me take showers. I
1: prefer to think of angels much like Matt Damon and uh what's his what's his buddy from Dogma. Athletic? Yeah.
0: Boy that movie was so weird.
1: Yeah, it was a little bit it was a little bit over the top for me. But um <clears throat> You know, Lannis Morissette played a good God. I guess. <laughs> I've never seen a lot of people play God, so.
0: Mm. Yeah. All right. Speaking of Lannis Morissette.
1: Sure.
0: Do you have a Christian movie pitch for me? I don't. Because I can pitch one for you. We've been we've been on this okay. on this kick of Christian horror films.
1: Oh, good! Fun, fun.
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna pitch a Christian horror film. It's called Blind Faith. And what happens is it's this youth group that goes on a missions trip to build a building for this school for the blind, and it's all these Christian teenagers going down to like build a uh i don't know like a schoolhouse for this blind school in some other country, but when they get there, what they don't realize is that the school for the blind is right next to a nudist resort oh. <laughs> Which, obviously, you know, if you've got a school for blind kids, not really that big of a deal to be next to a nudist resort. Exactly. But it is a big deal when you're bringing church kids down. Oh, right. So now, in order to comprise, I mean, to protect the purity, everybody has to wear blindfolds. Okay. All the church kids have to wear blindfolds so they don't see any naked people at the nudist resort. Okay. But then things go bad. Uh oh. And a murderer is on the loose.
1: Oh no. So you can't be blindfolded. You have to look for the murderer. But then there's the nudity.
0: So what do you do?
1: The tension. The tension, Matthew, is I can feel it over here in Western Colorado.
0: Blind Faith, starring Nicolas Cage as the youth pastor. I just. I'm not
1: Keanu Reeves. I think Keanu Reeves.
0: I think you can do
1: it like speed. Like, you know, movie Speed, where he's, like, trying to save the bus or whatever.
0: Uh-huh. I, I'll go with that. i put Keanu Reeves as the youth pastor.
1: Yeah. Who's the murderer?
0: Uh, Gary Busey. We'll just say Gary Busey.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I'll buy it. I'll buy it. I'll watch it. I won't go to a movie theater and watch it, but I'll watch it at home. And I won't let my kids watch it.
0: Mm, yeah, I, I wouldn't. I definitely wouldn't. Or maybe Kirk Cameron needs to be involved.
1: Maybe Kirk Cameron is the first one to get, you know, iced.
0: Now, Kirk Cameron is the director of the, of the blind school.
1: Right. And the first one to get iced.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to have a, a few more throwaway characters, too. Like maybe, <laughs> uh, maybe there's there's got to be some chaperones going down. Because you or can't, maybe, you, you got to have like a couple. Maybe, maybe. What's that? Wait, wait.
1: Wait, 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 wait. Kurt Cameron makes it to the end. <laughs> Save all the kids and everything, but he gets left behind.
0: Whoa! <laughs> Are we talking like a crossover? This is yeah. like a crossover callback now to the Left Behind series?
1: Just a little bit like he gets left behind, he's face to face with the murderer and gets iced. <laughs> I
0: also feel like Patricia Heaton is probably like the token female chaperone. Yeah. The mom think, from it. Everybody Loves Raymond. <clears throat> yes. And I feel like Justin Bieber could play like one of the uh one of like the youth leaders on the uh the youth group.
1: Like like the assistant kind of like college kid who's helping Keanu out?
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah, I think so. And I think that would really make ensure that Sarah Terrace would watch the movie.
0: Mhm. Yeah, I mean I feel like when you combine like youth group and murder and nudity, I feel like Sarah's probably gonna watch the movie anyway.
1: Yeah, I definitely I definitely think so. Uh,
0: could we cast Sarah Terrace? As, Sarah Terrace could have a role in the movie. She could be a nun working at the School for the Blind.
1: Yes, that's perfect. It could be a
0: Catholic school for the blind. She could be yes. a nun. And yes. Kirk Cameron could be the priest. Yes,
1: who relentlessly hits on her, but she's just not interested because she's married to Jesus.
0: Yes, could be that or could be the other way around. She could be hitting on... No, no, I like it the first. I like it that she's married to Jesus and would never, <laughs> would never return his advances. Exactly. Okay. Important question. Yes. From, from Fun Sexy Bible Time. If you, could be, if you had to be stranded on an island with either super fundamentalist Christians or hyper progressive Christians, which group would you choose and why? Ah... <sighs>
1: I I think I think this. I mean, I know we we sort of batted this question around like off air, um, and you know we can go back and forth. And there's pluses and minuses to both sides.
0: Well, let's talk it through because this is important.
1: Well, I actually have
0: an answer. So unless okay. you don't hear that, <laughs> <laughs> well, talk me through. How did you get to your answer?
1: Okay, so I think that with the way that I'm wired, I think it would be more. I would. I like the open mindedness of the hyper-progressive liberal, like, Christians, because you can sort of talk about anything, and you're not really restricted. Like, everything's a possibility. Every thought is, like, batted around and, like, discussed and, you know. And then there's this also simultaneous, like, acceptance. If your views could be different, there's, like, oh, well, that's your truth, right?
0: (laughs) Well, unless it's offensive, then everybody on the island... Gets out their iPhones and tweets that it's problematic.
1: So wait, so I'm on this island with my progressive Christian friends, and there's Wi-Fi? <laughs> Why aren't we tweeting help?
0: <laughs> well, because they're too busy tweeting about things Lauren... that are problematic and offensive.
1: Right, yeah, Lauren, Lauren said, Lauren, at, Lauren Ari Larkin just said this ridiculous thing on this island that we're all trapped on.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're creating hashtags. We don't have time to, to do anything.
1: Right. hashtag I hope a tree falls on her.
0: <laughs> so, what are the what are the downsides? What are the downsides of of both both possibilities?
1: I think that the I, I would feel too much suffocation coming in from the hyper conservative side, and I would probably just swim away mm-hmm. and end my life. Essentially, like I would just get so overwhelmed. Um, and then the downside of the hyper-progressive would be not really finding anyone that I kind of jived with. You know, like you kind of like having camaraderie in your thought process and stuff like that. So you just feel lonely and isolated. You feel lonely and isolated in any situation.
0: <laughs> so I was thinking about this. Like if I was a woman, I probably would not be allowed to do very much if I was stuck on an island with with fundamentalist Christians. But would- have would that be a bad thing necessarily
1: but have babies i would be i would be relegated to having babies and i'm 40 and that is no longer like a real window for me coming up so i would be thrown out i would be useless
0: yeah i was thinking like you know they probably wouldn't let me do any important tasks if i was a woman but i don't know like would i be super excited about doing those tasks anyway like maybe not like maybe if I maybe if I was a woman with a bunch of fundamentalist Christians I'd just be like you know what okay, you guys can build all the shelters. that's fine. I'll just be yeah. over here, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, I don't think it ends
0: well <laughs> I, I'm not sure it ends well with either group <laughs> no,
1: no, definitely
0: not <laughs> i I sort of feel like the uh the hyper progressive Christians I just don't know how long those guys are gonna survive. I feel like the Same. I feel like the fundamentalists are a little more apocalypse oriented. I feel like a lot of those guys probably have bunkers, and, and so, they
1: been training for this. Yeah, they've
0: been they've been training, but they've been training for they've been buying their uh, their. They've been up,
1: been at Sam's Club.
0: Their Sam's Club supplies. So I'm not sure how long the the hyper progressive people are going to make it.
1: So were we trapped on an island and are we were we were so fortunate enough to be carrying all of our Armageddon supplies with us on the boat, and so when it crashed <laughs> on this island, we there's,
0: had there's, these... It's nothing but KJV Bibles. That's the only thing you have.
1: So, so, okay. So then you sort of, like, maybe, maybe as a woman I would try to uh, excite the raw masculinity that's embedded in the conservative male, and like, be like, you need to you need to go hunt food,
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> baby. I definitely feel like you could play them.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Wait, am I the only female?
0: Or are um, there? <laughs> we'll say it's a mixed group. <clears throat>
1: okay. Good. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I can see how there could be some pluses there.
0: It's it's really to me it's six of one half a dozen of the other. I really struggled with this for a long time, trying to figure out who I'd rather be on an island with because the the fundamentalist people you know they're going to try to create a theocracy.
1: Yes. And
0: then they're probably not going to want to leave the island to be honest with you. Like Yeah. Once they create a theocracy, like they're probably going to be content to just stay there and be like, "No, we're good. We're, we're I not going to build a boat. We're good."
1: Think of how long it took the people from Lost to leave the island.
0: Yeah. And I don't know, like I just so they're not the fundamentalists are not going to want to leave the island. And I just I don't know. I don't know about the progressive Christians either. I don't feel like I'd, I'd get along too well with them either.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I think I'm going to err on that with that group.
0: Yeah, I, I'm not sure. I'm not. Sh- I'm, I'm. I'm not sure of the survival skills of of hyper liberal Christians.
1: That's that's good, but most of them can use an a uh, uh, you know like a, a a an an eye product like no one's business. <laughs>
0: So you know they you know we need to find a, we need to create fire and they'd be looking for an app to do that. Is that what you're saying?
1: No, I'm thinking that like if you're with the conservative Christians, the the hyper conservative Christians, and you just have all your KJV Bibles. Mm-hmm. If you're with the liberal, like very progressive Christians, you just have like a ton of eye products, and then you just start using those things to send out like signals for getting help. Mm-hmm. That's my that's that's, that's like. That's like a high compliment. <laughs> <laughs>
0: could you rise to? Uh, could you rise to be the ruler of the progressive Christians?
1: No, I don't think so. I'm not a ruler. I'm not a leader. I'm a anarchist deep down. Mm. So that's what would happen with the conservative, with the hyper conservative Christians. I would really, I'd be thrown off the island because I would eventually just try to overhaul. The theocracy and uh, place place a new a new ruler on the helm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, who would be a good leader for the conservative, hyper conservative Christian Christian group stranded on a
0: deserted island? Oh geez, um, I don't know. Like maybe like a uh, like a, a Driscoll figure, perhaps. Hmm. Uh, maybe like a Franklin Graham figure.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Now if it was yeah, if it was Franklin Graham, I think maybe I would just
0: stay. Yeah, Franklin Graham. <laughs> <laughs> I think that dude would be the last one to he'd be the last one to die. He'd be the he'd be the final survivor. I feel like he'd be okay on an island.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I don't know why I agree, but you just said that with so much wisdom in your voice that <laughs>
0: Well, the thing about Franklin Graham is he like he had these this this like couple year period where he was completely off the radar and apparently kind of went crazy. Mm-hmm. And so I, I always kind of respect him for that. That like, you know, this, this guy knows what it's like to wake up in a gutter.
1: Yeah. 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 Wow. Um <laughs>
0: <So laughs> I, I, I trust that as opposed to somebody who's never made a mistake.
1: Yeah, that's, that's an interesting statement since you said A Driscoll type character <laughs> Or Franklin Graham
0: no, that's, that's different though I'm not,
1: sure, I'm not sure your comparison's Working out
0: <laughs> Yeah, yeah, diff, different uh, Apples and oranges I, I think Franklin Graham would be okay I, I think Driscoll would be cut off from his supply of hair gel So I think he'd I don't know how, how well he'd do
1: Do you think he would do well for a while Kind of rise to the top and then I don't know, do something stupid?
0: Well that certainly wouldn't be his MO now, would it? <laughs> I tell you, you know who would actually be the ruler of the conservative side? What? It would be Warren Throckmorton.
1: <laughs> if Jesus was smiling upon them, it would be so.
0: <laughs> and I feel like someone who could rule either either group, obviously Craig Cabinus.
1: <laughs> the myth and the legend.
0: He could he could actually unite the two into one if they were on different sides of the island, he could unite them into one one vibrant Christian body.
1: I just don't... I mean, I again, you're just... The the the, the 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 flowery and mythic language you use makes me just believe in him less and less and less. I'm not convinced of this man that you speak of that knows you so well.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, I've, I've never technically met Craig Cabanis. No, so
1: you don't even know if he's real.
0: He's probably like my seventh best friend at this point.
1: You have seven best friends?
0: I have one. Well, I mean, you and Sarah are, like, number two and five, so... <laughs> who's two, who's five? Well, obviously, you're two. Yeah, of, right because I'm, because I'm talking to you right now.
1: Right. <laughs> Clearly. Clearly. Well, yes. Well, all hope now rests in, uh... uh uh How, well, how do you say his last name? Cabanus?
0: Yeah. Craig Cabanus.
1: Craig Cabanus' hands.
0: Mm-hmm. I really need to get Craig Cabinus's opinion on who would win between the A team and Seven Wolves.
1: Why won't he reply to you?
0: I don't know. He's probably building orphanages for schools for the blind. I guess.
1: Didn't he? Didn't I hear that he he saved someone from a shark attack?
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, it's probably happened on multiple occasions. But yeah, we did cover that in, in episode five. How he saved Rich Cook from a shark attack.
1: I don't know why Rich Cook is always fighting himself among the sharks, but.
0: Well, that's probably another reason why Craig Cabiness doesn't want to put the, uh, the the zombie survivors on a boat is because he's had experiences with sharks and he knows what they're capable of. <laughs>
1: Fair enough.
0: Fair enough. All right. Did we cover everything? I think so. Lauren Larkin, tell the people okay. what you have been working on. What's in uh, what's on your calendar?
1: Uh, well, I've got a um, breakout session at the Mockingbird Conference coming up uh, this Friday. Um, the conference starts in New York City. Um, not that it moves—that makes it sound like it moves. Um, it's in New York City. It starts on Thursday, um, and the main bulk of the conference is Friday, it takes up pretty much the whole day. I have a breakout session. I'm going to be uh, discussing um, the oh-so-light-hearted topic. Of uh, the uh, of fear and grief that's brought on by death. Um,
0: I mean, why and... wouldn't they let you talk about angel wieners?
1: <laughs> you know, I don't. I, I would say that David David Saul wouldn't be necessarily opposed to that, but it would just have to be like, how is how is an angel wiener edifying to the believer and the hearer? Like, what is the good news?
0: I just don't feel like the church will ever reach its potential until we settle this issue.
1: You need to read more Aquinas.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He's got a lot on, on angels. I'm not going to say that necessarily. It's strictly about the wieners, but he talks a lot about the angels. I can actually send you some quotes about the angels if you would like.
0: Okay. From... All right. Well, I mean, I'd, I'd like it more if it was about angel wieners, but I mean,
1: I will yeah. do a I will do a search in the document for angel wiener.
0: Don't do a of... Google search for angel wieners.
1: <laughs> I
0: will <Just> not. <laughs> trust me on that one.
1: Um, Okay, so that's Mockingbird. Um, And then uh, mid-May, I'm going to be in the Orlando area leading a women's retreat for St. Luke's Cathedral, which is the Episcopal uh, Cathedral in Orlando. Um, And I'll be talking about a variety of uh, um, a good mix of scriptures um, and hopefully bringing some good news to a bunch of women
0: when will you be in the backwoods alabama area
1: um i actually every night i pray never (laughs) because of the snakes
0: the snakes this is true you can Uh, you can come to my house and help me check for snakes
1: that sounds so fun (laughs) um i'll let you know when i'm available um so yeah, no, I I mean I'm not like a fly around speaker. I'm not one of those big names like Jessica Thompson.
0: We need to get Warren Throckmorton on her. I'm sure there's a, <laughs> I'm sure there's a scandal there that he could unearth. That's how you know you've made it in in Christian culture is a if Warren Throckmorton writes about a scandal that you're involved with, or b if your personal website has a speaking tab, right? Like a tab you click on, like to get like to book you to speak.
1: Yeah, and it's like if they don't contact you, they contact someone
0: else. <laughs> yes. Or a donate tab.
1: <laughs> I'm just gonna ask. I'm gonna go put a donate tab. Mostly because we're not a very rich people over here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um so yeah, those are my two big um those are my two big projects. Uh well not I mean, I've got my dissertation and stuff like that, but um that's that's uh the stuff that I'm preparing currently, um, alongside researching and writing. Um my dissertation. So, Hmm. yeah.
0: Tell the people where they can find you on Twitter.
1: Lauren R.E. Larkin.
0: Lauren R.E. Larkin. Yeah. When, if, if everyone comes out and follows you, can you start tweeting your own personal thoughts?
1: Um, I have to get so riled up that I tweet my own thoughts, which is rare. And I typically only tweet regular. I just tweet quotes from whatever it is that I'm reading because I cannot handle the ridiculousness that is the Twitter trolls because I didn't articulate a highly complicated doctrinal thought in 140 characters or less. So um, I rarely do something of my own voice, except for today. And today I did it twice, and I think I've gotten the uh, the uh, wily coyote out of Lauren, um, and I will go back to. Uh, Hiding behind Martin Luther and Steve Paulson and whoever else I'm reading.
0: As soon as we get done with this podcast, I'm going on Twitter and I'm tweeting that both of your things were problematic. <laughs> problematic and offensive.
1: You, you don't understand how nervous I am when uh, I tweet one of my own thoughts because I've been I've been you know like criticized uh, uh, to a point where I just feel like crawling into a hole and, well, and crying.
0: I can't say that I identify with that because obviously this is called fun sexy bible time so we never get any criticism at all
1: (laughs) right 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 right
0: so uh, i can i can only imagine what that's like
1: yeah it's hard it's i mean being picked apart because you use the wrong preposition i mean i should just probably should have dug my own grave and laid in it and covered it back up
0: lauren larkin thank you for being with us today my pleasure thank you for being with us to talk about angel wieners and christian horror movies and homeschool strip clubs
1: and Jessica Thompson
0: and fighting rattlesnakes.
1: <laughs> yeah, and listen, yeah.
0: just a final encouragement to you. I have absolute faith in you to defeat a rattlesnake.
1: That's amazing.
0: We at Fun Sexy Bible Time we support you one hundred percent, and we will we will tell anyone who will listen that we believe Lauren Larkin could defeat an eight foot rattlesnake.
1: Oh, that's great. I you get that get that rumor out there because I need more men to be scared of me. <laughs>
0: Maybe you should just start talking about angel wieners. I
1: yeah, uh, you know, I uh, I uh, I don't, I don't think I need any help actually in the area of intimidating men. Mm. Yeah. So. So yeah, I'm not gonna talk about angel wieners.
0: So should I say I'm intimidated by you? Is that a compliment, or should I say? Oh <laughs> no. no or should no. I say I'm not intimidated by you?
1: No, the strong man isn't intimidated by the strong woman. Mm. That's what makes him strong. <laughs>
0: Like I say, I'm not intimidated by women, I'm a little intimidated by grizzly bears. Yes,
1: fair enough. That works. Okay.
0: On that note, thank you for being with us, Lauren.
1: You're welcome.
0: Don't do a Google search for angel wingers. Just trust me on that one. I gotta be honest, I'm just really excited to see Mr. T fight an animal.
1: <laughs> right.
0: I mean, you have to be honest with me, are we treading into some Freudian issues here? <laughs> Is that part of your reluctance? <laughs>